Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsiegood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today I'd like to welcome back our guest, pharmacist Michelle Moser, who's also one of our LDN specialists. Thank you for joining us today, Michelle. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's certainly my pleasure. So we're all keen and eager. And as people can see, you've put key to success up there. So take it away. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to share some information with everybody today that really goes over not only how patients can find their success, but how providers can also enhance patient outcomes. So here we go. The first thing I want, wanted to address is that low-dose naltrexone plays really well with other therapies. It's not necessarily medication that is used all by itself all the time. And that is a question that comes up from not only patients, but from providers as well, wanting to know, well, the patient is taking this, this, and this, can I use LDN? And the question almost always is yes. And the main reason is, is that even if we are um, using or prescribing opiates for patients with chronic pain, depending on how those opiates are being utilized throughout the day, LDN might still be an option. Very few times is it that LDN is not something you can start. It doesn't have very many drug interactions. So LDN is brilliant for a wide variety of indications. And as we know, as so many more autoimmune diagnoses are being found every year, I think now there's there's something like 100, 120, some maybe even 140 autoimmune disorders. Low-dose naltrexone is a wonderful fit for most of those patients. But we also have other dosing, such as very low dose, which is um, you know 50 to maybe 250 micrograms. And then we have ultra-low dosing, which stems from the Oxytrol study where we were using only microgram dosing, one, two, three, four micrograms alongside short-acting opiate medications to help reduce the need for those opiates and replace it with low-dose naltrexone. Because we know that low-dose naltrexone not only helps to intermittently block those pain receptors, but also helps to reduce not only inflammation and those pro-inflammatory cytokines, but we can also see that low-dose naltrexone helps to modulate the immune system. And there's a wide variety of studies that have been published to emphasize exactly those parameters. So if you're needing those, either reach out to the LDN Research Trust or um, your local compounding pharmacist. Sometimes we have those available as well. Some of the other things that we uh, use in our compounding lab and, and compound on a literally a daily basis, because low-dose naltrexone is used for a lot of inflammation issues, autoimmune, uh, chronic pain, we can also use low-dose naltrexone for some of those other nuanced areas such as traumatic brain injury, um, PTSD, depression, and anxiety. 
And we've heard from a wide variety of wonderful practitioners during the LDN Research Trust conferences on those specific areas. But when we're able to use other medications in combination of LDN, so, and when I say that, I don't mean like in the same capsule or in the same liquid, I just mean side-by-side -side dosing. We can see that oxytocin, especially in a nasal spray is incredibly helpful to help build that sense of connection to help alleviate uh, depression and grief as well as go after some of those um, imposed pain areas. And oxytocin is one of those medications that is very easy to administer in a nasal spray, um, in a, um, even in a sublingual drop, but it is very sensitive to heat. So we have to be very careful about what dosage forms we're using. And we don't use oral capsules with oxytocin. It, the stomach acid kind of wipes out its activity. So we need to find alternative forms for that. But also if you're needing low dose naltrexone for dermatology issues, then we can combine it with Mastel stabilizers like um, ketotiphen or either uh, other anti-inflammatories even tranexamic acid um, to help decrease some of the redness in, in that uh, dermatology issue. And even the autoimmune dermatology products, we're very careful about the basis that we put low-dose naltrexone in so that we can control exactly how deep we want that therapy to go. So not every base is going to work because we really need to individualize that therapy for that condition. Of course, we you know use low dose naltrexone in a um, a situation with ketamine, which is a non opiate pain medication as well. And because ketamine works on different receptors as low dose naltrexone, we don't see the withdrawal. We actually see the enhancement of that pain control. So there's a a lot of options here. And lastly, I wanted to address synapsin, which is this wonderful combination of medications. Uh, it's a, a ginseng, uh, ginseng derivative along with um, an NAD that, again, helps to reduce the central inflammation in the brain. And when we use it in a nasal spray, of course, that helps with the neurotransmission directly to the brain. So when, as a pharmacist, when a patient is new to low-dose naltrexone or even comes to us because a provider would uh, prefer to use our pharmacy, we emphasize that low-dose naltrexone is not a cure-all drug. It actually doesn't really cure anything, but it, what it does do is it helps to trick the body to work on its own pathways and much more effectively and much more um, if efficiently. So when we set up the expectations, we want patients to know that this isn't like taking um, something like an aspirin or a Tylenol. It's going to take a little while for this medication to provide full benefit. And we also know that low-dose naltrexone isn't for everybody. But when we start low with the dosing and slowly increase that, we can actually see patient outcomes in greater than 50%, actually approaching 80 to 90% of the time, which as a pharmacist, I've been a pharmacist for over 35 years. I don't recall any other medication providing that high of patient outcome and that, that high of patient benefit. So we also let patients know that 
This is a therapy that we're going to start with a low dose, slowly increase over time. And when we find their happy dose, which may be 4.5 milligrams, might be less than that. In some situations, we might actually split the dose and take some in the morning and some at night. Again, completely individualized therapies. We let them know that most respond in about 60 days. So you got to give it some time. And with that, I try to emphasize that most of the time, by the time patients are finding low dose naltrexone, either through their provider or through the suggestion of their pharmacist or other chat groups, that they have been you know, years into their therapy without great outcomes, without great success. Um, they've used maybe even a wide variety of providers a wide variety of alternative therapies, and now they're going to give low-dose naltrexone a shot. So don't expect everything to just magically go away in a week. That's not going to happen. And in some situations, even where we're dealing with the same disease state, so let's say we're talking about fibromyalgia patients, some respond very quickly. Others do take about four to six months to respond. Even with Crohn's disease, we've heard from Dr. Leonard Weinstock during the research trust conferences that most of his patients really respond somewhere around the uh, four month mark. So that is very important so that we make sure that patients are compliant on their therapies and that they understand that the pharmacy and the provider will be checking in with them to make sure that they're still doing well. And then if there are any questions that come up, we can answer those right then and there rather than answering them after they've stopped their therapy. One thing we've also learned over the years with low-dose naltrexone is that often less is more. So increasing the dose frequency beyond twice a day is not necessarily very helpful. And certainly going above maybe even six milligrams isn't usually as effective is lower doses, especially when we're dealing with autoimmune conditions. Now, if we're dealing with weight loss, then we, then we move into a, a little bit different realm. But again, that therapy is taken once or twice a day. So again, it's about treating that individual and making sure that that individual is heard, is listened to, and is able to express their goals so that we can effectively meet those. And I wanted to throw this in there too, that we had a gal who uh, slowly increased her dose. And when she was at three milligrams, she felt great. She got up to 3.5. She wasn't feeling as good. And she went up to four and she still wasn't feeling very good. So we, we bumped her back down to three. And then we slowly increased with 0.1 milligram dosing, which is itty bitty, but sometimes that even that 0.1 milligram makes all the difference in the world. And her happy dose was 3.1 milligrams. So it was, it was great. And that's where she stayed. And she's been at that dose now for a couple of years. We also let patients know that, yes, the pharmacy will check in with you um, periodically, usually around week three or four, but don't wait for us. If something comes up, please get a hold of us. Please let us know how we can help you because we'd much rather answer those questions sooner than later or have them stop therapy altogether and, and really have to start all back at square one. So when we're slowly increasing these doses, we try to make it as easy as possible for the patient to understand. So whether we're dealing with capsules or liquids, we've built these great handouts so that patients understand how to slowly increase their dose without taking literally a handful of capsules at a time. 
that isn't necessarily the best way to go about it because then they have to wash down with a lot of water. And if dosing is at bedtime, that could very much disrupt their sleep because they've got to get up in the middle of the night to, um, to use the restroom. So we provide these handouts and we color code them because we provide two different strengths and two different colored bottles. And we emphasize that as we are reading from left to right, rather than using the columns top to bottom, um, then we're, we're going to be able to use a little bit of, out of one bottle or the other bottle concurrently as we slowly increase that dose. But we also have um, liquids that we use. And this liquid starter kit is um, includes a lot more color, mainly because we slowly uh, associate the color with the gradation. And this is actually a twice a day dosing starter kit that we use with a liquid base because liquids are a lot easier to manipulate and find find those doses that are going to be specific to them. Not everybody uses doses that are the same in the morning or at night. Sometimes one end is higher than the other. So using a um, oil suspension is going to give a longer dating for the patient. Their bottle is gonna last longer than 30 days. And that's also very pleasing to the patient because they're very cost conscious as they should be because the majority of the time these medications are out of pocket expenditures. So we offer um, an almond oil base, an olive oil base or an MCT oil base, which is derived from coconut oil. We can splash it with a natural flavor like tangerine, lemon, mint, cinnamon. And then in some situations, we might actually add a little natural sweetener like a stevia. So we, we at this pharmacy really steer away from artificial sweeteners because we find that sometimes that actually increases inflammation. And we're also really careful about the oils that we are using. Um, these are, are not cosmetic or um, traditional food grade. These are bases that are backed by the United States Pharmacopeia with a um, national monograph behind those. We also are really careful about the fillers that we put in our capsules and we work again with that individual to ensure that we're using a filler that is go going to best meet their needs. And all of the capsules are immediately released. We do not use any extended release uh, product because that does slow down the absorption. A lot of times there's absorption issues to begin with. And certainly if we do extend the release of the naltrexone, we are actually bypassing and negating the, the uh, the science behind how naltrexone actually works at that receptor site. Most of the time we're using a microcrystalline cellulose, but we do have other fillers as well. So again, we let them know, we try to make this as easy as possible, but if it is at all confusing when the patient goes over their medication, we ask that they call the pharmacy. Let's go over those questions right away to make sure that they are getting the best information for the um, greatest success possible. So with our patient follow-up programs, we identify those individuals who have recently received their medications, and we kind of look at where they're at in their, in their dosing schedule. We give them a call or we send them a text. Hey, we'd like to check in with you. We'd wanna make sure everything is going well. And we also realize that not all patients are available you know, nine to five when the pharmacy is open. Sometimes we need to schedule conversations outside of business hours. And so we, we make sure that that is 
available to a patient so that um, you know all of their needs are being met. We check in with them at least once during their first month, but we always reiterate to the patient if something comes up, get a hold of us. And this is how. So we have an email option, we have a texting option, and we have a phone call option as well. We also let them know that as dosing adjustments are being made, sometimes side effects might crop up. And so we let them know exactly what those are. Sometimes it is vivid dreams, but often when we have vivid dreams, we know LDN is working because it's helping us get into that REM sleep cycle. But if those vivid dreams become disturbing or change our sleep patterns, then we wanna move the dosing schedule. We also let them know that if there's a little bit of a headache, how to alleviate that and how long that those side effects might persist and when they should expect those to go away. And if they're having issues with um, perhaps constipation, we explain that as well, because sometimes even these very small side effects can allow a patient or cause a patient to back off of their therapy and, and abruptly stop. Answering the questions as they come up, again, are keys to success. This is how we allow um, our patients to communicate so that we are acknowledging what is going on with them and they feel heard and understood. Anytime that we can alleviate side effects only allows for a better health program and for greater success. And this is when really their prescriber or their provider becomes the hero in all of this because they suggested a therapy that is finally working for them, maybe even after years or decades of them searching for a really good way to feel better, perhaps even feel normal. When we enhance compliance, of course, we see better outcomes. When a patient is heard, when they are um, allowed the time to explain what's going on with them, they take ownership of their own care. And in our experience at our pharmacy, we find that when a patient takes ownership over their care, they're more likely to then be fully engaged and follow other processes or programs that may be in place by the provider. Often that leads to less phone calls to the provider office less insignificant or um, um, issues that could be dealt with over a simple phone call, maybe even less visits to the emergency room. Mental health, which is always a concern, and especially in the last couple of years with stress and anxiety and depression, we see that even using low-dose naltrexone can be beneficial in helping some of those areas where patients may not have been using low-dose naltrexone as a primary concern, but they realize that, oh my gosh, these other symptoms have disappeared too. And that's always a great benefit. We see increased patient compliance and always better patient outcomes. But truly, because low-dose naltrexone is such a low risk, low side effect, it's a low dose, and honestly, it's a very low cost medication. That safety margin is much better than most commercially available prescription medications. The minimal drug interactions make it a prime candidate for the use of low-dose naltrexone in the majority of health concerns and diagnoses. And quite honestly, we have over 30 years of research behind low-dose naltrexone. 
So if you're looking for great science in using a medication that is beneficial for many, many people, not just in the short term, but over decades, this is where we really say, why not try low-dose naltrexone? It, it's a, a fabulous way to um, really get after some of those chronic issues that maybe will enhance a lifestyle and, and be able to allow somebody to cross things off of their bucket list. So here we are. I, I want to thank Linda for the opportunity to chat with everyone today. And certainly if there's any questions that I can help with, please let me know. This is my personal email and these are questions and, and uh, my cell as well as my store phone number. So I'm happy to help. Thanks so much, Linda. Thank you. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.